Hey you guys, welcome to Kristen in the City podcast, a podcast where absolutely nothing is out of bounds. Every Monday, we're going to dive into some hot topics and we're going to discuss some things that we all go through. You're not alone. So grab your wine, grab your popcorn, or turn the volume up in your car because we're going to laugh, maybe even cry together because y'all know life is a lot. So I'm your host, Kristen, and let's get real. Well, hello, everybody. Happy Monday. And of course, cheers to another week in quarantine. You guys, we knocked out a whole other week. Like we're surviving and thriving. We're making it. I'm just saying we should treat ourselves in whatever way you like to treat yourself. Go pour a glass of wine. Like I'm not judging because I might also maybe be drinking wine myself. (laughs) Uh, I ain't gonna tell nobody else though. Um, But yeah, before I hop into this episode, I just want to say Thank you from like the bottom of my heart to those of you who have reached out to me and given me great feedback on my first episode. Like you have zero idea what it meant to me um, because it's kind of scary starting something like this, right? I mean, you think you sound okay on a podcast. You think you have great things to say, um, but in the back of your mind, you're like, well, people could absolutely hate this at the same time, but um, y'all have just given me so many sweet compliments that I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is actually going to happen. This is actually working. I can post a second episode. Like, cool. Like, let's go. Um, and a couple of you actually said, wow, your voice sounds really great on a podcast. And I'm like, does it quit? You're lying. Does it really though? Thank you. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that those are things that you just worry about when you create something like this. Like, do I sound like a dweeb? Because I'm not going to lie to you. When you edit, like last week when I edited the uh, last episode, I had to listen to my voice over and over and over again. I'm like, all right, I sound like an idiot. So here we go. I guess we're just gonna, we're just gonna roll with it. Um, But yeah, y'all gave me some really great feedback and just gave me confirmation that, hey, this is a cool journey. You're doing what you need to do. So thank you so, so much. So as you see from the title today, we're going to talk about relationships. (laughs) And I don't even mean to intentionally laugh, but like, can we just be real for a second and admit that relationships are so freaking hard and it's like basically the entire time that we're alive, we are trying to find the secret and what it takes to have a successful relationship. And I was doing my outline earlier and I'm writing down my main topics that I'm going to hit that way I don't go like way off in a left field. But I was thinking to myself like, wow, our entire life, our foundation is dependent on the relationships and the people that we have around us. And that's a lot of pressure. Like it truly is. And we have to decide, okay, who do we want in our life and who do we not want in our lives? So it's pretty crazy. Like your life is depending on the people that you choose to have in your life. And you know that quote that's like, um, you are closest to the six people that you hang around. And that is so 100% true in my opinion. Like I absolutely believe that you are who you hang around. So like I said before, it is a lot of pressure. Um, But today we're going to talk about why I think that relationships fail. And I have a lot of key points written down here. So we're just going to take them one by one and kind of dive deep on why I think that they're detrimental to relationships these days. So the first reason, and I think it's the biggest reason on why relationships fail is it's just simply because people do not love unconditionally anymore. And we hear the word unconditionally, I think, quite frequently, um, but we kind of forget what that word means and we forget to break it down. And that means without conditions. So 
if you're with somebody because they can support you financially or because they give you nice things or they make you feel good or any of those reasons that's conditional on things that are temporary, it is not going to last. And please hear me when I say that. If you are with somebody and it is based upon conditions, it is not going to last. I like to joke all the time about like, oh, I need to find me a rich man. I need to find me with somebody with money. But really, I don't care one single bit about money. Now, if you're just a bum and you're not uh, trying to work towards anything, that's a different story. But I am never, ever, ever in life going to be with somebody just because of money. Because I will just dig myself into a hole that I'll wake up 30 years from now and realize that I potentially gave up on finding somebody that I truly love unconditionally for some money. (laughs) And I see that so often and I don't even mean to laugh because it's serious. Like, I mean, we all know. I feel like now more than ever, now that social media is just so available and we see it all, I see so many women with men just for money. And as much as I want to like scream at them and, you know, grab their shoulders and be like, what are you doing? I feel bad for them because they will never know or never have the chance to love somebody unconditionally. And that sucks. Um, So yeah, I just think that people don't love unconditionally anymore. If you cannot live under a bridge (laughs) with the person that you're with, with no fancy cars, uh, no fancy homes, um, not a good job, if you can live dirt poor with this person, that's unconditional love. I mean, if you're a parent, you know what unconditional means because you love your kid that way, I'm pretty sure. Um, But find somebody that you love their soul, you love everything that they stand for, their morals. You have to find that. And I hate to tell you that, oh, if you don't find that, it's not going to work for you, but there's a high possibility that it won't. Um, So just make sure that you get back to the basics. It's really easy to get wrapped up in a social media and want certain things, and that's okay. But when it comes to a relationship and somebody that you could potentially marry, make sure that you love them unconditionally and that it's reciprocated because life is not pretty all the time. There is times when some people might lose their job and they might go through a struggle, especially right now, the situation that we're in with this coronavirus situation. There are people out there that have lost their, many people that have lost their jobs and they do not have income right now. And it's going to be a test on a lot of relationships. And I hate to say it, but I would not be surprised if a lot of divorces came out of this because all of those conditions are going to go away. That money, that direct deposit, that a woman or a man could potentially be loving out of that other person has stopped. It's halted. And that's a condition (laughs) that has failed. And so, yeah, I just think that people do not love unconditionally anymore. And it's really sad. Um, It's really sad. But if you love someone unconditionally, you will make it work. You will make it work. It doesn't matter what they've done to you. It does not matter what you've done to them. It does not matter the things that y'all face, the obstacles that you come across. If you love somebody unconditionally, you will make it work point blank. And that's the difference between relationships and marriages that are unconditional and the ones that are conditioned because they make it. The people that have been married for like 60 years, like something crazy, I know you've seen it like on the on Facebook and stuff, but you cannot, I mean, they've gone through some stuff. The people that have been married for a long time, no marriage is perfect. I can guarantee you that both parties <laughs> have done something to the other person to hurt them. But when you love somebody unconditionally, you would rather go through the storm with that person than to be away from them. So that's, that's just the difference.
So the second reason why I feel like a lot of relationships fail is because of social media. I know that y'all knew that that was coming. So <laughs> let's just get into this. This is probably going to be the topic that I talk the longest on because, I mean, social media plays such a huge role in our everyday lives now that obviously it's going to affect relationships in some form. And really, it affects it in a lot of ways. And I'm sure we've all been in situations where social media has been brought up in an argument, in a relationship. It is what it is. So first off, I just want to say, if you are dating somebody that posts everything from the meals that they eat to their gym selfie to anything in between and they don't say anything about you, that is a red flag runaway. Now, before y'all say, well, no, 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 just wait. I don't mean tell all your business. I don't mean that. Don't do that. Um, but what I mean is if they don't even post a picture of you guys every blue moon or post you or just say something small on their story or whatever, something small, that's a red flag in my opinion, okay? And that's if they're very active on social media. Now, what I'm not down for is um, a relationship that you post every detail about your relationship out there. It's not healthy. Keep some parts of your life private because people really don't like people to be happy. <laughs> like, that's just point blank, period. People don't like successful relationships, especially the people that can't get one. So they will do everything in their power to ruin it. So, of course, don't post all your business out there. But, you know, what's understood does not have to be explained. So don't post every detail. But, you know, posting that you are in a relationship or giving a hint to your followers I feel like it's a pretty vital part of a relationship. So be clear when I say don't post any of the details. Don't put your business out there. I don't think that, you know, these YouTubers and stuff like that, these influencers that, you know, put their marriage and vlog every single day of their lives. I don't think that's healthy for anybody. But hey, do what you do. Okay, <laughs> that's just my input on that. However, if you are dating somebody that they are not active on social media, and I mean, they don't really hardly post anything at all and they don't post you, that's a little different. They obviously want their lives private enough to where they don't even post their regular stuff on there, so it doesn't surprise me that they don't post anything about their relationship. But you just have to be honest with yourself <laughs> and say like, okay, is the person I'm dating active on social media or are they not? I'm a person who is an example of somebody who is on social media actively. So if I'm in a relationship and I'm not posting you at all, at all on my story not a picture of your like your back or something you know something of that nature it's not good if I'm talking to you and I don't post anything to even give a hint that I'm in a relationship and I'm still acting single on social media that is a problem acting single on social media when you are in a relationship is a red flag I don't care what the excuse is I don't care how private you're trying to say your life is sir you're not private you post what you're eating for lunch and dinner every single day. You're not private. So don't try to act like you want to be private with a relationship for the right reason. No, you're being private for the wrong reason. So just make sure that y'all are aware of that. Um, don't be naive to it and don't be gullible on that kind of situation. So something that I don't personally care for, if I'm in a relationship with somebody, I don't like for my man to like all these chicks' pictures. I don't like it. And... I would say I'm a fairly confident person. Everybody has insecurities. Of course, there are some things that I'm insecure about. But for the most part, I'm a very confident woman. 
And I just do not like when my man likes other people's pictures. Now, one every blue moon, like I don't really care about. But if I'm noticing that you're liking a lot of girls' pictures, I don't really like that. Because people pay attention on social media. Can we please stop pretending that people don't pay attention? They do. So if people start noticing that my boyfriend and my man is liking all these little these little thotties pictures, I'm really not down for that. I don't like it. Um, it's just a preference of mine. I don't like it. And that's just kind of point playing period. I know that there are some chicks that don't mind and like, hey, more power to you, but I don't like that <laughs> at all. I don't care for it. So if uh, my future boyfriend or my future husband's listening, just know I don't really care for that. I don't want you to be seen as a dude that just be liking just everybody's pictures. That shit's kind of weird to me. I just cussed. I'm sorry, but it is weird to me. So my last subtopic on this whole social media situation is um, something that's in the very top right-hand corner of Instagram or, you know, a little messenger icon on Facebook, whatever, but it's called uh, direct messages or DM for short. It's a scary place, y'all. If it's your own DMs, it's probably some thirsty dude or thirsty chick that's always in there um, wanting some attention. But if it's your booze Instagram DMs, you're like, okay, well, what's going on in there? I want to know. Like, nobody better be hitting on my man. Like, let's just be honest here. Nobody wants that. And we want to know what's going on in there. But DMs is a test of people's character, okay? If you're in a relationship with somebody and you find out or you come across that your dude or your female has been flirting with someone via direct message, that is a test on someone's character, okay? There is no excuse for it. There's no excuse, period, end of discussion. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it. And look, I am not one to say that going through people's phones are like, it's a healthy behavior. It's not a healthy behavior. However, if your gut is telling you that something ain't right, and, and it's just bothering you. You can't, you can't even wake up and take your first breath in without being like, oh, something's wrong. And you decide to go through someone's phone and you find something that confirms your gut instinct and you have proof of it, then it is what it is, okay? The only people who get mad about going through phones are the people who cheat. <laughs> End of discussion. If I'm in a relationship and I'm not doing anything, I don't really care if you go through my phone, okay? I really don't. And I'm not going to get offended if you do it. However, if you make the mistake of going through somebody's phone and you don't find anything, don't be surprised when you run into a little bit of an issue, okay? They're going to get pissed off at you um, because you took that step. But if going through somebody's phone is going to be like the final confirmation to prove to that other person that you're with that you know that they've been messing around, do it. I don't care. I'm just going to say it. I'm that person. Like I said, the only people that get mad about people going through their phones and they get caught is they're mad that they got caught they mad that they they slipped up so take that information as you will um but look it is what it is if that's the way you got to catch and prove to somebody that you know that they've been cheating then go ahead because I have been with people who will lie about what flavor ice cream they're eating and it doesn't matter if you have proof eat literally in their face they're gonna find some way to deter it in the other direction and you're like wow it's kind of an insult to my intelligence but cool go f yourself <laughs> um but yeah that's that's gonna be the last thing that I talk about with social media we all know these struggles when it comes to that and uh it is what it is but if you truly respect somebody you're gonna know how to navigate through social media it's not rocket science 
the people who have issues with social media are obviously on different pages with how they work it or they're on different pages with like morality in general. But if you are with someone who doesn't want to hurt your feelings, who wants to respect you and they know what, you know, they know what buttons to not press, it's not rocket science. People know right from wrong in general. So hopefully if you're with the right person and they respect you, you're not running into these kinds of issues. So I had a few other things written on my outline that I wanted to talk about, but I had a really great idea and I figured that it would be really fun if I got onto Instagram and asked you guys why you thought that relationships failed and I got some really great responses. So I kind of want to shout y'all out and then talk about the answers that y'all gave me. So um, Josh said, people get comfortable and stop doing the little things that were important in the beginning. And yes, 100% yes. I feel like when you first meet somebody, you start going on dates and the main goal is to kind of like vibe out and to have a really good time. And then when you're with someone for, you know, years, you kind of forget that part of it to have fun and go on dates and just to keep things fresh. Um, So yeah, I 100% agree with that. Um, Next, Savannah said, people not accepting that they're wrong and actually listening to their partner. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. And I'm going to put myself on blast here because I don't like to really admit when I'm wrong. And I feel like a lot of people don't, but just to swallow your pride and be like, all right, baby, I like, that's on me. I shouldn't have done that. I will be better. Just admitting that you're wrong (laughs) is a huge step in the right direction because not a lot of people like to do that. It's just kind of human nature. Um, And actually listening to their partner. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I feel like a lot of the times we listen to respond instead of listening to listen. And like we're listening to someone talk and the only thing that we can think about is how we're going to come back with what we're going to say instead of just being like, yeah, I understand. So that's a really, really, really good reason on why relationships fail. Because if after a lot of that, not listening to your partner, not listening, not listening, not admitting when you're wrong, it's kind of like, all right, well, I give up. So yeah, I agree. Uh, Lauren said cheating social media exes, (laughs) say less, like, yeah, cheating obviously is a no-go, but when people have, like, cheated on me in the past, that's on you, sir, that is a complete, oh, that is a, um, a moral situation, that's an inner issue, I don't have any, um, remorse people who cheat, it's just kind of like, really, um, social media, obviously, we talked about, and exes, yeah, exes, Mm mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, Cassie Brown says personal issues, trust issues, abandonment issues, etc. So it kind of seems like on her end, she's kind of more focused on inter- like internal problems that we struggle with ourselves. And 100% yes, like we all have baggage. It's no secret. There is no possible way that we can just completely forget everything that we have gone through and just uh, put it away. So there are going to be things that pop up in future relationships that have affected us from the past. And so, yeah, trust issues. People have hurt us in the past. So, yeah, it's going to be hard to forget that. Um, but if you find the right partner, those trust issues will be laid to rest, I promise you. And abandonment issues, yeah, that just piggybacks on that. And personal issues, 100%. Like, we're all flawed. We're sinners at the end of the day. So it's like we're going to come up imperfect sometimes. So I 100% agree with that. And then Ashley says compromise and communication. Um, Quite a few people actually said communication. Um, Kylie and Michaela Morgan and Ashley and who else? Yeah, that was mentioned for communication. And yes, (laughs) if you cannot communicate effectively, 
oh lord, you're going to run into some issues. And a lot of the time, y'all could actually be on the same page, but the way that y'all are delivering the message is different. And so y'all could actually be agreeing, but the way that it's coming out of your mouth is different. So (laughs) um, I've been there before. So yes, communication is vital. And that just kind of goes back to actually listening to what people have to say. Um, But I truly believe that if you are able to master the art of communication and just sitting down with somebody and talking about how you feel, that's that's a step in the right direction because now it's like people just argue and nothing's going to get solved during an argument. Like, let's just be real. Like, it's just going to be screaming nonstop. So yeah, communication for sure. Um, Kylie also said jealousy and insecurity. Yeah, insecurities are big. And uh, I think Caitlin on Twitter said insecurity too. So yeah, it's a big one. And a lot of the time insecurities either come from, you know, personal issues, insecurities within yourself and then insecurities that are that come from past relationships and just past traumas. And it's hard because insecurities mess with your mind. So something that could not even be an issue at all, um, you create an issue just from your insecurities, something that doesn't even exist. So it's a big, it's a big deal. And everybody has insecurities, everybody. So just keep that in mind. And just remember, be soft to people because people struggle, like seriously, seriously struggle. And then Cameron said, trust also in insecurities. Trust is a big, big, big one. And it's probably the hardest thing to master. And it's because it's hard to trust people. It really is. It's even hard to trust your own family members. Um, so now you have someone that's coming in, you know, trying to be a part of your life and you have to trust them, right? It's hard. It's personally for me, that's the hardest thing for me to do because people have just done me wrong for zero reason. And it's kind of like, all right, why do you do that to me? Um, why? And so if I talk to somebody or I date somebody, it's really hard for me to believe that they're going to have the same morale or same mindset as me. And you can't really expect people to at the end of the day. I mean, you are who you are. And if you are solid, then that's good for you, but not everybody's solid. And that's the hardest thing for me to accept is like, not everybody's solid and I have to trust people. And it just seems like every single time I trust somebody, that's that very same second, I'm like, well, shouldn't have done that. So trust is a big, big, I would say, you know, I might say it's up there like top one or two, to be honest. So I 100% agree, Cameron. Okay, so next up, my good friend Nicole just replied back to me on Twitter, and she said, differences in morals and values. Yes, if I were holding a mic right now and it was not being held up by a mic stand, (laughs) I would mic drop 100%. And I feel like personally, this has been something that has been the biggest uh, problem for me, is that I have chosen people that don't really believe in the same things as me or don't think the same way, and it's been a struggle. And... It's something that now I know that if I date somebody, we have to believe in the same things. We have to think the same way because, I mean, not only are you going to run into issues when you're arguing or living life together, but I think longer down the road when, you know, if we have children, I want to raise productive and great members of society. I don't want to raise a little shit, to be honest with you, so Whoever I'm raising a a child with, I want them to be on the same page as me. Like, I want to go to church and I want them to be in Sunday school. I want them to know about God and what he can do for them and who he is to them and his hopes for them. So if you're dating someone who's not like who they say, okay, I believe in God, but I don't really follow faithfully, 
then you're going to run into some issues and you're going to constantly wanting more out of that person constantly, but you're never going to get it because when you first met them, they weren't that way. So it's, you can't really expect them to change. You're not here to change anybody. And you know, there are some instances where guys or women change when they're in a relationship, but don't be shocked when they don't change into the person that you want them to be when you met them exactly who they, like exactly who they were, you know? And, um, I always think about the term equally yoked and uh, that's a term that comes from the Bible. And I actually learned the definition, um, from my pastor JP, but I was thinking like equally yoked as in like an egg yolk. I don't know why, (laughs) but being equally yoked actually means like way back in the day um, when they would use cattle to carry things back and forth, like heavy materials, they would put like a kind of wooden plank and put their heads through the holes and that was called a yolk. And so basically it kept two cows together in the same direction. So if you're unequally yoked, like saying that the cows were trying to go in two opposite directions, you can't really do that. So just being equally yoked means that y'all are on the same path. You'll have the same vision, the same mindset. So yeah, that that is super, super important, super great response. And yeah, that's been super um, important for me next time I get into a relationship is that we're on the same page. Like we want the same things out of life. We believe in the same things. We trust in God's plan because I will tell you what, if you are dating a man that does not believe in God, and uh, that's not the foundation in your home. I'm not saying it's like going to be disastrous or anything like that because I know people who have fine homes and whatever. But the likelihood that your family is going to follow in Christ's footsteps are very low if the man in the house isn't a leader in that way. So if you're a woman and you really want to follow that path of like, okay, I want to start going to church and I really want to start, you know, doing what, what God wants me to do. And the person or the man that you're dating isn't that way. It is very unlikely that your household or your future family is going to be led in that way. So just please keep that in mind. I have to keep myself in check in that way too. So yeah, thank you, Nicole, for that answer. That was a really, really, really good response. So next response is from my friend Athena. And she said, lack of respect for one another. And yes, 100%. Respect is also like one of those things that's really high up on, you know, a priority of mine in a relationship because respect is like, okay, I respect you enough to not say this to you or I respect you enough to not do this to you or be that way to you or anything. So respect is huge because that's pretty much the foundation of a relationship um, when it comes to what you would or wouldn't do to somebody. And yeah, like that's, respect is kind of self-explanatory. Like there's not even a way that I can kind of even break that down because we all know what respect is and, uh, you know, we have people who we respect and we have people who we don't respect and that's just all I gotta say about that. So yeah, thank you for that response. That's a good one. So something really shocking just happened, but four guys in a row said communication, which I didn't really expect, but it's so true. Like communication is key. If you feel a certain kind of way or you have something on your mind, if you don't say it, um, nobody will know that you feel that way. Like we're not mind readers. And I think that that's something that women have a really bad habit of doing is expecting guys just to kind of know when they're upset or know when they're feeling some kind of way about something. But men are very kind of straightforward and black and white people. So (laughs) if you don't say exactly what's on your mind or what you want, then more than likely you're not going to get it because they will never know and they'll just think that nothing's wrong and they're just going to keep on going with their lives. So yes, I 100% agree that communication is the reason 
or the lack of communication is the reason why that relationships fail. My friend Brooke just said, people lying about their identities. <laughs> it's so funny because I don't want to put her business out there, but she did run into an issue where somebody just completely lied about their age, name, like their whole background and everything. So yeah, Brooke, that absolutely would be a reason why relationships fail, but you live and you learn and I can guarantee you will not run into that situation again. So, you know, there's a plus side to it. Okay, so next up, my friend Caitlin said, parents, no communication, kids, and careers. And I'm actually going to kind of elaborate more on the parents' part, yeah. Um, but even more so, parents, it's like family. And I didn't even think about that, but I'm like, yeah. If you are not on the same, like if the person that you're dating's family is not anything like your family, it's going to be hard. Because, I mean, potentially the goal is to merge your families together, right, and become one. But I have had my actual, like my most recent relationship, our families were um, different to the least, total opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> and now thinking back, like I don't even know why I thought that that was going to work or why I would even want it to work because hell no. <laughs> um, but yeah, and kids especially, that's a big one too. It's uh, It's hard. Like it's already hard just dating and being with someone in general, but then you add kids into the mix. And so a lot of the time, all your focus goes on to those kiddos and can kind of separate you and your husband or you and your significant other. So yeah, I completely agree with the kids and the careers. Like, you know, I think everybody is so focused on uh, climbing up that ladder and making something of themselves. And so I can absolutely see that getting in the way too. That's a really, really good answer. I am so impressed with like how many great answers that y'all have given me and all of those are so true. And uh, like while I was recording this and telling you guys what I thought about each one of those answers, it kind of like dawned on me. It seems like everybody has a general idea of how to make a relationship successful. And so it kind of made me like wonder why are we failing so much? And a lot of it to me is like one, it is so hard to trust people in this day and age. Um, with all of like the extra crap that we have, like with social media and just all the outside pressures of the world, I think it's just because we we struggle with loving people unconditionally and trusting them um, because everything's kind of negative around us. Like I look around and there's just so much negativity. And so it's kind of like, okay, well, what, what makes a person coming into my life and me committing to them, what's going to be different about that situation than everything around me? Like, Who's not to say that that relationship is also going to be negative on me and it's also going to be a toxic situation for me. And honestly, we don't want to get hurt. Like, you know how hard it is to be vulnerable to people these days? It's like now you have to worry about people using it against you and you just don't know people. <laughs> it's just so wild to me. But the answers that y'all gave me, it, they're all true. And I think we all know what it takes to have a successful relationship. It's just about finding that someone that puts your soul at ease. It's about finding someone that wants to propel you forward and who also wants to be on that same journey with you. It's just like you have to find your equal. And it's hard because we live in a world where it's like we're constantly trying to fight these battles that are internal and external. And so, you know, having another person in the mix of your life is hard. So you just have to make sure that you're interested in the same things you're on the same page and you want the same things out of life and that you just push each other to be better. And it's so weird because I know people in my life that are all over the place. Like 
I have some friends that are married and that they have children. I have some people that are married and they have a child on the way. I know some people that are already divorced. I know some single parents. Like, I know some people that are still going to the club every weekend and getting blackout. Like, it's so all over the place. And I catch myself all the time thinking to myself, like, okay, where do I fall within all of this? Like, where am I supposed to be? Am I supposed to be doing something different? But I have to really snap back into reality because I will tell you, no matter what your circumstances are right now, if you're trying to do something different and you're trying to propel yourself to the next level, your journey and everything about you is going to look different than everybody else's. So let me say that again. If you are trying to do something different than your normal, I guess you could say, your journey and your situation and the way that you feel, everything is going to be different. So do not compare your life to anybody else's, okay? You're creating a path for yourself. You're creating your normal. So don't look into someone that's your same age and like, oh, well, they're already married and have kids. No, 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 don't do that. It's in your timing. And look, I, I don't know what you believe, but I believe in God's timing is perfect and his journey and what he has for you is specifically for you. So don't turn to your head, your head to your right. Don't turn your head to your left and wonder what everybody else has going on. Worry about what you have going on, okay? I promise that's the best piece of advice that I could give to anybody is focus on your footsteps, nobody else's. So no matter what season that you're in right now, whether you're single, whether you're dating, or you're about to get engaged, or you're already married, and you have kiddos, or you're divorced, it doesn't matter what season of life that you're in, you are exactly where you're supposed to be in this very moment. So I just want you to feel comfort in that because it's true. Um, but whatever season of life that you're in, really dig deep and just make the most out of it. So if you're single, keep working on yourself because like for my instance, I think that I am single right now because God is molding me into possibly being the best spouse that I can be and the best mother that I can be one day. But if, you know, marriage or motherhood is not in my future, then I'm being the best me and molding myself into who I'm going to be for myself. Um, so there's always, there's always a plan. There's always an end goal. There's always something in for you and me, promise you. If you're married still, dig deep into that and just make your marriage even that much stronger. If you're divorced, keep moving forward, keep trucking on and keep being the best you that you can possibly be. If you're a single mama, keep being the best mom that you could possibly be. Your kids are so lucky to have you as a parent. And so just keep digging into that. We're all going to get through this. Like, you know, I realize that there are some people that are probably in, I don't know, emotional holes right now. You're not alone. If you're on an emotional high and you're doing really well, like, that's awesome. Keep going. But life is really a roller coaster. It's like there's ups and there's downs and there might be some downs for a really long amount of time, but that high is just going to feel that much better. So whatever you're going through, keep trucking through it. I am rooting for you. And know that, like, even though you're listening to me on a podcast, you know that I have a social media. If you don't have my phone number, ask for it. I am readily available now more than ever because I have a ton of time on my hands but I am here for you guys like now more than ever to be honest with you so whatever you're going through keep trucking and keep going forward 
Um, but yeah, I think that we're going to go ahead and wrap up this podcast episode. We talked a little bit about relationships and why they fail. Um, but it's just been really interesting to me that we all have the recipe. Y'all didn't even need me. I'm just the messenger. So again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please let me know what you think as always. Subscribe. That way you don't ever miss a podcast episode and I will see you next Monday.
Yeah.